Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. What's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. Welcome. What's going on with you, my brother? Listen, my guy. Okay, first of all, I'm good. But, man, I've been so fucking <laughs> ready for this podcast, man. I'm telling you. I've yeah. been so fucking ready for this shit, man. Um, But other than that, I am I am awesome, man. Uh, The knee's still good. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, prayers out to the people. That's been affected by this hurricane. Yeah, big time. Um, and tropical storm. Like I only got a little bit yesterday and today. Like we just got a little rain, a little wind, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of power outages, but nothing that directly affects me. So I just wanted to say that, you know, before I got started. But man, how you doing? Everything good with you? Uh, man, I'm uh, doing a okay, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? We had a lot of rain this past uh, couple of days because of the hurricane. So. It, it kind of found its way up here. Um, but just like you said, I just want to reiterate, man, prayers and condolences to everything that's going on down there in the uh, Gulf Coast with Hurricane Ida. Everybody that's been affected by it, you know what I'm saying, that's terrible. You already know how Hurricane Katrina went, so you definitely don't want that to um, pass back around. But um, outside of that, man, everything is going good. I um, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to to see the movie we reviewing today, so um, we came up with a, a dope idea. Uh, you know, what I'm saying to make some correlations and do some comparisons and contrasts and whatnot. So hopefully, they enjoy this one. You know, what I'm saying like they've been enjoying the rest of them. Oh yeah, man, I'm gonna hold you down definitely. <clears throat> like e- even though I haven't seen this since Friday, yeah, but like this but you is got this- robot I mean, <laughs> it's dude, it's it's weird, but like, I mean, uh, I just got a beef with a lot of shit that I've been seeing, yeah. and so I I'm definitely ready to get into that. But like, but this this special announcement we've been talking about, man. Yes, sir, um, it's here, man. We, yeah, it's here. We've been telling the people we got something coming, and you know what I'm saying we finally gonna reveal that today, man. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying, um. Being how we've been um, very adamant about sports in the past, you know what I'm saying, both being former athletes, or some people say athletes, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, we decided to go ahead and um, spread our love of football, man, whether it be professional or college. Um, we got a new pod coming out, man, called The 4-3. It's going to be available everywhere. You guys can join in, tune in, listen in. Um, it'll be, of course, myself and that's Doc Foster as the host, but we also have, um, a slew of other people coming in to join us up on the panel. Um, you know what I'm saying? Additional cast members or whatever you want to call it. But we pretty much is going to be talking about everything that's going on in the, um, NFL and then, you know what I'm saying, in the NCAA regarding football. And, um, this is just a, a great way, man, you know what I'm saying, to talk football and, Really, just get in the spirit of this uh, fine, fine season that's going on. I think this is the best time of the year. I can't lie to you. Yeah, and, and fall is my favorite season anyway. So, like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff come with fall. Man, you get mm-hmm. you get football, you get fall weather. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's hoodie season. Man, hoodie season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's hoodie <laughs> season, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? I love hoodie season. So, um, this is going to be great. You know, first and foremost, um, I just want to say you know, a, a shout out and a rest in peace. And I love you to Uncle Washington. Yes, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why I shut down my pretty much. I mean, it was a sports podcast with the Stolen Time podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's it's tough to, to do it by yourself because you need that that, that bounce back. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm yeah. saying? So we, we, we just going to do our little version. But I, I just wanted to I just wanted to mention that. But anytime I got an opportunity to mention my guy, you know what I'm saying? I, I always got to. But uh we, we had some great conversations, you know, speaking on some football. But most it was mostly basketball with me and him. But he loved the NFL as well. Yeah. And uh, 
But yeah, this is gonna be fun, man. So I'm still gonna be able to get my sports takes out there. Yep. So um, I'm ready for that as well, man. Is is I'm I think it's gonna be a very it's gonna be a very interesting season. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So I I don't even know what my boy is gonna do. Both on both NFL and college. I don't know what neither one of these motherfuckers gonna do. So it's it's gonna be my, interesting. My guys play tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry, my guys play Thursday. Oh, okay. See, uh, you talking about Ohio you talking State. about Ohio? Yeah. See, we got the Sunday game. Okay. Yeah, we play uh, we play Thursday at eight. We play Minnesota. Oh, see, I was just doing regular smeggling, man. We got Notre Dame, man. <laughs> oh, that's that's easy money though. Yeah, Notre but Dame. dude, but the thing about it, uh, I ain't gonna get too deep into it because this ain't that podcast, but. Mm-hmm. The thing about Florida State this year is the fact of like, dude, it's a it's a team, it's a very young team, but it's also a team full of transfers. So it's like, oh okay, they trying to gel in like all of these transfers that they got coming in, and it's like there ain't a lot of people that's gonna know like the system and shit like that because all the, now the great thing is we got a lot of guys transfer from SEC schools, so that's always a good thing. But at the same time, it's like, you know, they don't know the system as well. You know, I've been listening to some podcasts. The guy's been out with COVID. They're coming back. They're working their way back in. Mm. Mackenzie Melton, he transferred in from um, U.S. – no, U- UCF. He ain't impressing anybody. So right. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting, man. And then I don't know what the 49 is going to do, man. They did – I watched a little bit of the preseason game the other day, and they was going – they went one drive. They had Jimmy take, like, three or four snaps of the first drive and Trey Lance took about six, seven snaps. So it's like, I don't know if they're trying to run a two quarterback system the whole year or what, like, I don't know what they're trying to do. So it's, it's going to be an interesting year, man. So I don't know. We'll see, man. But, um, yeah, so go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Get ready next week. You guys should be able to, um, subscribe early. Um, first episode is going to drop on the 15th, September. Um, but yeah, you guys should be able to subscribe early next week, starting next week. We have everything up and running, up and ready to go. That way, you know what I'm saying, y'all can hop on whatever platform it is. Just remember, it's the 4-3. It's a sports podcast. And uh, yeah, man, can't wait to hear y'all uh, opinions. Can't wait to see what y'all think. And I ain't gonna lie, man, I, I can't just, you know, I, I can't wait to just talk football. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be definitely fun. It's gonna be fun um, because fo- football is just it's just different because you can you can talk shit and then you also you just see stuff from different perspectives and it's always good to hear like another person's point of view because like you know me being a former defensive back and receiver like I watch a lot I I focus in more on defensive back so there's more things that I would notice from the defensive back perspective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other things like that. So, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. And then my views on football, because I'm just different. Like, you know, just like how I crashed uh, Jamal and them podcast, you know what I'm saying? I told them mm-hmm. Tom Brady ain't the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? I just view, I just view football different, man. Yeah, with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. You know, Peyton is my guy, so. Peyton's my guy as well, man. And and then they trashed. Okay, I ain't going to go there. Yeah, we we can wait. But- <laughs> we can wait, bro. We can wait. So yeah, man. Just remember, man. The four three September fifteenth first episode drop next week. You guys can subscribe early. Um, that way it'll already be on um your podcast playlist and everything else. So just stay tuned. Get ready for that. Um, man. So Candyman, bro. Oh first, man, it's first here. Before- before we before we really get into it, man, what did you think of the movie? Um, it just came out. You know what I'm saying? What did you think of it as a um I guess a it's not even a remake really, is it? It's like a sequel. It's 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 a remake slash reboot. Mm, okay. Um If I had to give you one word to describe this film, I'm going with smart. Okay, that's interesting. Because the how in depth they went in with the details of explaining things to you, mm-hmm. I think that people didn't get it because I think what a lot of people was expecting. Number one, I think a lot of people expected 
a lot of Tony Todd. Right. You got three words out of him, and it was at the very end of the movie with well, a whole bunch of with a whole bunch of CGI <laughs> on yeah, his face. For those who don't know, Todd is the original Candyman. Yes. So yeah. I, I think that's one thing people expected, and I think the other thing was well, I think they expected more more killing. But I okay. think what we got was we got more dialogue. Okay. And person, you know the person was like killer crazy. Yeah. And this one isn't that much. Like it, it probably maybe a total of maybe twelve people died, maybe. Like it wasn't it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. And I I just thought it was genius because of how they broke it down. And I think people, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think a lot of people went into it just wanting to be entertained. Not that it's not entertaining. Right. I think that they went into it more on that and was like, oh, shit, I didn't know they was putting together puzzle, pe- puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they was doing. They was putting together puzzle pieces to explain, like, what's going on and what is to come. See, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the key part is what's to become. This ain't going to be the last one. You know what I'm saying? No, this is definitely not going to be the last one. The way that they set this one up is is giving you like, dude, it it could be so much shit that could happen. I don't even know where to start, dude. It's just like, I've been waiting on this all weekend, dude, because it's there's so much shit I want to get off my chest, but I would tell you this. If you haven't seen the first one, none of this shit, I mean, it's going to make sense. Right. But it's not gonna make that much sense. Okay, so and then okay, go ahead. No, um I, I got the perfect place to start actually, but you can go ahead and finish your point and then we can we can go. No, the only thing I was gonna say was we got this from a black perspective this time. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting too. Shout out to um I forgot what the what, what her name was, but I know she directed it and then like Jordan Peele has then, yeah. screen I mean yep. screenplay and all that, so yeah, that, I think that was um, I think that was interesting because I heard a review on it, and uh, somebody said something like, uh, "I forgot who it was that was talking to, but they was like they would have been happy because all white people died in this movie." So they said there weren't too many black people getting killed. You know, now now that I think about it, damn, I think it was. If it wasn't all, it might have been maybe one or two black people, if that. That's but it, it really was. It really was not all. The revolution is here. So no. Um. Okay. So so this is what this is the um. This is the thing that I had because you had told me off air um when we had talked about it after you went to go see it, and you were saying that if they didn't see the first movie, they wasn't gonna get the second. I mean, they weren't gonna get the new one. So, um. Knowing everything that we know about the first Candyman, right? You know what I'm saying? The ending of it was um, Helen basically she ends up uh, well, I think it was like she ended up dying from saving the baby, right? Yes. And then she ended up joining Candyman in, in wherever the hell he from. But she killed her husband or her boyfriend and his girlfriend got framed for it. Um, when she came back, you know what I'm saying, with the burn scars and all that. Now, the baby. Is the baby the Yaya dude? <laughs> <in> the <laughs> if we going to start there, we starting there. All right. Yes, I it is. I knew it. I knew it, bro. I so, knew it. I, I knew it. I knew it. Dude. This, this is too easy, man. But this is what makes it so great. And this is what, dude, when I, you had the feeling when you was watching it. Mm-hmm. You had the feeling. But the way that they set it up, like, I seen it coming. Yes. And I was like, because I even said it, and I even said it in the theater. It was like, yo, he is that little kid. So for the people, they don't understand, like, there was, a scene in Candyman that, that was in 1992. Helen was going around these projects, all right, 
So she's going around these projects where she is, you know, trying to figure out this whole myth of Candyman. So she talks to this lady. And, um, hold on, let me see. The lady name was Anne-Marie. So she's talking to Anne-Marie. And, like, so she gave her a little bit of information. And she seen that Anne-Marie had a baby. Okay. So when Candyman finally took over Helen, he ended up, uh, how do you explain it? Because he does this thing where he talks to you and you, like, faint type of thing. So when Helen fainted, she woke up. And she was at Anne Marie's apartment, and there was blood everywhere, and the baby was missing, and the dog was chopped up. Yep, she right? the dog head got chopped off. Then, because she no, she was in the bathroom. She woke up in the bathroom. Yeah, and that's when she that's when she first met Candyman. Yeah, they had just left. Uh, they her and her girl. I forgot what the lady's name was. They just left. They was talking to Anne Marie. She woke up with a, a robe or something over. Blood was everywhere. She opened the door. Dog head. Just laying on the floor. Then she, you could hear old girl scream, Anne Marie screaming in the background. Then she opened the door, and then you see just a whole bunch of blood, but you don't see the baby. Mm-hmm. So Anne Marie starts chasing her, or whatever. They get into a scuffle. You know, what I'm saying Anne Marie, she get her on the ground, and she was trying to give her a concussion because she kept banging her head on the ground, and then she had to meet. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, Helen picked up the meat cleaver coming out the uh, bathroom. Then she chopped her in the arm with the meat cleaver, which to me was that should have been done. And then, you know what I'm saying, she <laughs> got her up off of her and then she had the meat cleaver. She's like, yo, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying, you need to chill out. And then the cops bust in the door, you know what I'm saying, waving the 4-4. Um, you know what I'm saying, Anne-Marie, she going crazy, even though she, you know what I'm saying, crying and everything. Apparently her arm didn't hurt that bad. Because she ain't even bring it up no more. Because they grabbed her by that arm and she didn't make like no eye or nothing like that. So, <laughs> that, was, that was one thing I did notice. I was like, man, they they definitely grabbed her by that arm and she ain't make no reaction. Like that was bad acting. Hey, but, that um, that was the adrenaline, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she, felt it, she felt it when she got hit, so it wasn't no adrenaline. But uh, yeah, so you know, what I'm saying they finally get Helen, and then that's when they had caught Helen. But um, continue, continue. So, so you you broke that part down, and so then you already mentioned the part where there was this this bonfire. Yep. So Helen hear the baby crying in there, and she see a hook go down in there. So Helen goes, crawls up under there, gets the baby, pushes off Candyman, and then she goes out. And she's all no, burned up. Candyman, remember? Yeah, and then he fluttered or whatever you want to call it, and so she crawls out, but she was burnt so severely, she died. After she handed Anne Marie the baby, mm-hmm. so fast forward, he is a photographer and a painter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, um, motherfucking yeah, yeah, uh, my, my yeah, team. Anthony. His name is Anthony McCoy. Oh. So Anthony is a photographer. So and this is nothing they did. So those same projects mm-hmm. got gentrified. So the- they. Terini Greens or whatever that's yes. called. Yes, they they high rises now. You know what I'm saying? You're paying oh, about twenty, paying like twenty five hundred a pop. You uh, know what I'm saying? A month. You know what I'm saying? So, so they talked about that how they built those high rises on top of what that used to be. Mm-hmm. So right, but the way it used to look in '92 is gone, and it's how you know it looks good now. So he is going back to the. They're still. One project that's still left, but nobody stays in it anymore. It's like it's all abandoned. So he's going over there to take pictures because he started to hear the myth about Candyman. So he goes and he takes a picture, but he got stung by a bee. That one bee sting. But this is the craziest gangrene you ever seen in your life. (laughs) Hey, his like it started one little dot and Mm -hmm. then that shit grew. All the way up his arm, up into his chest. Once it got to the end of the movie, but it slowly, gradually got that way because mm-hmm. he was transitioning into Candyman. Candyman. Okay. But so you kind of feel it coming because 
him and his girlfriend would have these conversations about how he never talks to his mom. Mm -hmm. And so they never said who his mom is or nothing. So finally a situation happens and he's like, yo, I need to go. Cause the, the story was told about the, the, the baby, mm -hmm. about how Helen saved this baby and gave the baby back to his mother. Then he get the belt. Well, this is what it was. I remember what it was. Well, he was hearing that as well. But at the same time, he was told that he was born somewhere. Yeah. Because he went to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Hospital tell him, oh, I see that you was born here. He was like, no, I was born uptown. She was like, our records say you was born here. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what made him go to his mom. And then when the door opened, my guy. The original, the original lady. Marie, listen, still look good. She still looked the same age she did fucking 30 years ago, my guy. Really? Yes, Impressive. she looks better now than she did. Cause see, that made her look like a project chick in '92. Well, no, I ain't gonna lie, cause when she grabbed when she grabbed the baby from Helen, she looked like she been through something. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she was in that scene. I'm not gonna lie to you. She was she was down and out in that scene, brother. Yeah, she definitely was. But now she looks good. Okay. And so he goes over and see, it, and you already know. You like yo, if you seen the first one, you know, like. Oh shit. So he's like, I gotta ask you something. And and he said something about Candyman. And they showed us in the preview. Because he said Candyman, and she was like, Shh, we don't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like she like, nah, we ain't we ain't getting these yeah, candymans off. Yeah, we ain't doing that. And so he asked her, Am I that baby? Mm -hmm. And in so many ways, she said yes, and then he just walks out like he he's done with it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This is what this is what gives me the impression that that this is going to go on for a while, and this is what I thought was genius about the whole movie. This is why I say the movie was smart. So the movie started with the the, the guy that's playing Candyman. Okay, Sherman Fields. Sherman Fields is playing Candyman. So there's a dude, there's a young Billy and there's an older Billy. Mm -hmm. So the younger Billy, because the story of how Sherman became Candyman or really became anything was there was a guy that was handing out candy. Right. right to, like, people called him the Candyman because he actually, you know, every time you see, you know how them older people back in the mm -hmm. 800, they always have candy in their pocket and they'll give it to kids and shit. So he was like one of those type guys. Well, what ended up happening was they started finding these kids with these severe cuts because he started putting razors inside the candy. Yeah. So then the people came after him, well, the police came after him, all this type shit. So he is the person that's playing Candyman in this movie. Oh. Okay. okay. So they started doing this origin story and that's what makes me believe that this movie is is kind of an origin story too Tony Todd which is Daniel Remini mm -hmm. he's the first Candyman right. this movie said that there was like three or four wait a minute so what? dude listen to me yes so this is what I'm saying there could be you know how the Conjuring Universe, right? Got right. Annabelle. Right. So in Annabelle, there are different stories to go along with Annabelle. Right. So there's different movies. Dude, they, they can do they can do this one. Like the nun. Yeah. Well, those are but those are not Annabelle though. I'm just saying specifically about Annabelle. Oh, Annabelle like directly for Annabelle. Yeah, because Annabelle got the the first one and then it got Annabelle. the creation and then it got you know what I'm saying? They got like four different stories of Annabelle ruining four different families' lives or whatever. Right. They could do this for Candyman. Huh. Like, they can have more with Yaya. They can right. go back and give you the original story of the Sherman guy. Mm -hmm. And then there was like two other ones. We only got the version of Daniel Remini, who was the first Candyman. Right. So what I'm saying he, is that... The one who, who got his hand chopped off uh, they okay. Now let me tell you something about this. Now the way they killed, the way they killed him. Okay, 
What's what is it with white people doing freaky stuff when they doing when they killing people? So they killed my man, right? In the midst of killing him, they chopped his hand off first when they caught him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody that don't know how the original Candyman came to be, I believe he was uh he was saving he was trying to save two young girls and they thought that he killed no, them. No, no, that's not what it was. Okay, so man. he was a painter. Right. Right. Caroline was one of the one of the slave owners' daughters, and they fell in love with each other. And he actually got Caroline pregnant. They found out about the affair, and that's when they came after him. Okay, so what's the one where I'm thinking of something else? Then what's the one where he was holding the two little girls, and they was both dead? I don't remember that. Okay, well, never mind. Scrap that there. <laughs> Cause I, I might be, I, I remember it being a Candyman movie. I gotta find out which one. It might be like three or something like that. Anyway, three is trash. Nobody watch three, please. Don't watch three. <laughs> Don't watch three. <laughs> three is anyway. Oh my god. <laughs> so three was terrible. <laughs> they get him right. They chop my man. They they didn't even chop it off. They sawed his hand off. They stuck a hook in it and nailed it in there. Then stripped him naked, but they put honey on his body. What type of freaky stuff is going on with these white folks to where they feel the need to do stuff like that as they kill you? Now, in Candyman 2, they actually show the events. Right. And, they, and then all the bees came. And then there was one kid. Well, before the bees came, one kid, like, somehow got honey on his finger. They put the shit in his mouth. And he says, Candyman. And that's how the whole shit became what it was. And then what he did was he put his soul into Caroline's mirror. And yeah. that's how he was able to do the whole little thing of you say his name five times in the mirror. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he pops up. But like the way that they did this, because like I know a lot of people was disappointed that when we saw Sherman and not, you know, Daniel Ruman, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this guy? And then it's like then when they explain, like, yo, like mm-hmm. there has been different candy mans in different centuries, and you like, oh shit. Yeah. I thought the shit was genius. Because you can yeah. do so many different spinoffs because we've only gotten Daniel Rim in our story. Mm-hmm. Now we got Anthony. Now we got Sherman. And so we can get these different stories off mm-hmm. of the same franchise. So I thought the shit was genius. And I just didn't understand like how somebody could watch it. I, I, I understand you could go in with a a certain expectation. right? But like the expectation that I went in and then once I started to pick up on the plot in the dialogue, I respected that more, even though I didn't see as much killing, mm-hmm. but the killing was even fucking dope. Okay, and they now, did it different. Now, see, the thing about the first one is, too, though, is that Helen was basically, and this is this is why you, when you're saying that it's more than one of them, it makes so much sense, because Helen was basically the reincarnation of, uh, what's her name? You said it was Claire? Claire, Claire. The girl, Claire. That, he, the girl that he had the baby. Caroline. Girl, Caroline. So basically, she was the reincarnation of Caroline, because remember when, um, she had walked into the thing and she was about to um, she was basically about to save the baby and give herself up and then she was saying that I mean she walked in and looked at the thing and it said it was always you Helen but the picture that they showed it looked just like her though Yeah. so you know what I'm saying like to me I felt like she was the reincarnation of Caroline of Hel- yeah, Caroline yeah I think yeah. that when he saw Helen he saw Caroline exactly so that's what I'm saying. That saying that it makes a lot more sense now because now it could be something that it's like a generational thing now. So now, like with Yaya having, you know, what I'm saying being the baby, Candyman probably passed that curse on to him, and now you know, what I'm saying him being the new Candyman, he got to find him a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think they already did that though because Candyman too. Mm-hmm. The girl that was the teacher in Candyman Two was actually mm-hmm. a descendant of See? Caroline. That's what I'm saying. But my thing and is, she like, had so a daughter. Where does, so where does Helen play into all this thing? Because the, they never really even make that correlation. The only thing that they that they talked about when it came about Helen was how Helen was going around the projects, taking mm-hmm. pictures, learning more about Candyman. Yeah. 
then, excuse me, how she was accused of like how, you know, she was, yeah, she was accused of killing her husband and her yep. friend and yep. all this type shit and how she saved the baby or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's really all they brought up, but I felt like that's all they needed to bring up mm-hmm. because the Helen story is gone. Like, Virginia Madison is not popping back up in the shit. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, sure. I'm sure she has a little cash now. My thing is, though, she was one of the Candyman people. She, I think, I think Helen was Helen. Because remember, my guy said Helen in the mirror five times. He didn't. He didn't say Candyman. Right. That's what I'm saying, though. But it's like she was. Uh, I don't mean she was literally Candyman. I'm saying like she was a part of that. Get down. Yeah, yeah, she yeah she was a part of that get down, but I think that her whole thing was to get back at Trevor ass because Trevor fucked her ass over. That was fucked up what Trevor did to her. You what know what I'm saying? Know? He and locked her ass up and then got the younger. It's like yo, like what the fuck? Like she broke out that that boy well, Candyman had broke uh, break out, yeah. but like she popped up like yo, like what the fuck? And it was All so right. funny. Speaking of breaking out. I got beef about one scene too. All right, so you know when she got she strapped up in the chair, right? And she talking to the dude, and he like, um, she like, I'm trying to tell you, Candyman is real. He like, yeah, whatever, prove it. So she look in the mirror and call Candyman, and then he come up and like he gut dude like from the bottom up, and he mm-hmm. just like you know what I'm saying he come through him with the hook, right? Mm-hmm. So then he unstrapped her straps. And then fly yeah. out the window backwards. Why wouldn't she just stay there with the straps on? I don't know. <laughs> she got up after she got up out of there, jumped through the window, climbed and shimmy into another window, knocked the nurse down. Somehow the nurse hit her head and got a concussion. She changed clothes real quick. <laughs> Like you could have just stayed in the chair and it'd have been so much easier. You could have just been like, I've been strapped down this whole time, fam. How I'm gonna unstrap myself. This is true. But I think she was trying to get home. I don't think that this was I think that what she was thinking at that time was, yo, Trevor, I'm here, like let's let's dip out, let's leave the country. Type of shit. She found the worst old girl was painting that whole house pink. Yeah, Trevor. It It was salmon. (laughs) (laughs) hey but that was a trash ass color but let me tell you something yeah you're right that is a trash color you break out of a mental hospital you you (laughs) ducking and dodging police you done uh james bond into a new disguise all kind of stuff and you come home (laughs) (laughs) and your spouse got a mug in there painting and then it's the person that you knew this person was with? Come on, bro. Hey, She, she deserved to kill, dude. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, yeah. And then, no, this is what I'm mad about. This is what I'm mad about. So when the police take Helen, old girl, like, when Helen dies, right? So Helen dies in the fire or whatever. So Trevor's in the bathroom crying. Oh, when she was cutting that steak. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she's in there throwing the pan around and shit. Hey, she was sick of it. She was sick of it, bro. She was like, why don't you come here and help me cook? He was like, I'll be there in a minute. She was like. <laughs> hey, but she was hot. But, hey, she threw, hey, but she threw that fucking pan, but that shit was funny. That was I'd be like, hey, I'd be like, man, calm your ass down in there throwing so the pot pan. Puts, who puts a steak on a styrofoam plate and then puts it in the freezer? <laughs> what was that? Oh man, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened there, but yeah, Trevor, Trevor definitely deserved. You know what I'm saying yeah. that that back action that he got there. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, I just thought it was genius to to include that story of Helen mm-hmm. and tie the, you know, what I'm saying tie the story in of like Anthony <clears throat> is actually that damn baby that yeah. was in the first one from '92. Yeah. I thought that was dope. That was another thing that I thought was dope. Even though I like my close-ups, they did something I never seen before. So he went over to talk to this art critic lady. Mm-hmm. So he goes over there. Anthony goes over there, and at this point, the infection now got up to like 
um, up to his like elbow, right? So, so like the infection got up to his elbow, and so he's talking to her about talking to her about um the painting and why did you give me such a bad review and all this type shit, and so. Somehow Candyman got brought up. I forgot exactly how he got brought up. And then he ended up leaving while she was in the bathroom, right? So let me see. So he he dips out. He runs out the door. He runs out the door. She calls for Candyman. Mm -hmm. And while he runs out the door, they show the screen. I need you. Oh yeah, so um I I don't know where you're going with this one. Um but I will say this though. The 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 first one, you know what I'm saying, that's my basis right now. Uh no, nah, the first one though, I, I I noticed a lot of different um a lot of different things about this movie from being a child into um being an adult. You know what I'm saying? Being a child, it, it really scared the mess out of me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Because I didn't know, you know what I'm saying, what was truthfully going on. So being that I didn't know what was going on as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Everything that you see is, is super scary. You don't realize like plot lines, you don't get storylines and all this other stuff as a child. So now growing up and being older, um, this movie it hit different because um Candyman is a hero for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? This this is the first black man in history who got to kill off all these white people. Never got caught for it. This is true, and my bad on that. Uh, now you good, you good. But uh, so basically, what ended up happening was while when he runs out the door, she comes out the bathroom. Candyman that came, so he's killing her. But what the camera doing is like. It's on the outside of her like loft apartment, and the camera is fading away, and you just see this damn body just going all over the place, going in circles, getting tossed over the apartment, and and the camera's just fading back. I thought the shit was fucking genius. Oh. I mean, I did. And this is another thing. What's different from this one is you don't see Candyman mm -hmm. kill the person. Unless there's a mirror. If there's no mirror, all you see is this person getting jacked up, getting cut up, and all this type shit. Well, see, out of thin air. Yeah, that's interesting because they attempted to do that in the first one. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? In the first one, what happened was they really didn't... I think the only the only real, the only real kill that they showed was um, when she was in the in the chair, right? All the other ones, it would do like a cut to scene or it would do like something else or something else would be shown in the midst of everything going on. So um, the scene where she's strapped to the table and Candyman is like hovering over, she's talking to him the whole time. But at first it shows him, it shows Tony Ty over her talking to her. And then when it cuts back, like when it does a step back scene or whatever you want to call it, um, or a wide angle, you notice that she's literally talking, but ain't nobody there. So they they tried to attempt to do this already in the first one, but I don't think they were as successful as they would uh, or as they were in the newer film. Yeah, because like even when you watch the footage back, like they see her talking to herself. Yeah, but there's nobody there, and they okay. also do that in Candyman too, mm -hmm. where Candyman was standing over uh, that one girl's brother. Mm -hmm. And once, because the cop believed that the girl in the second one, brother, was the person who was killing these people. And then once she finally saw, like, the footage of him getting killed at the police station, dude was just flying across the room and nobody was there. You could yeah. just see him getting cut up and nobody's there. And this yeah. film and the new one, you see the people getting cut up. But it's just people getting cut up. But then, like, there might be like a mirror on the floor, 
mm -hmm. you can see him in the mirror. Oh, okay. So, like, that's dope. Now, when Anthony turns into him at the end of the movie, you see him. Of course. Point blank. Throughout the whole movie, yeah. Yeah, so it's just a little different. And then, by the end of the movie, that beast thing that turned into that gangrene, it was all the way up to his chest, up to his head, all of that shit. So, so how like was the acting in this in the new one though, because the acting in the first one it wasn't bad, but you like going back and looking at it now, it looked like a film from nineteen ninety-two. This is true. Uh I thought the cast did a really, really good job, man. They oh. had they had my dude um you know what I'm saying, William, which was Billy. His name was Billy as a kid, but you know, when he got older, he started going by William. Mm -hmm. That's my man from uh, The Walking Dead. Um no. No, Fear the Walking Dead. He was in Fear the Walking Dead. Um, black dude, um, Colin Domingo, um, Domingo, or Col Coleman Domingo. Oh, okay. He's uh he's in it, and but he is like because of him experiencing what he experienced with Candyman as a kid when he was like mm -hmm. twelve, you know, eleven, twelve years old. Yeah, it stuck with him. Okay. So he's more like that. He's more like that older guy that people think is crazy. So because is, is Billy the is Billy the one little boy that uh was helping Helen out? No, 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 no. Billy didn't have anything to do with the first one. Okay. He was in a he was in a different project building because oh. this project building dealt with Sherman as the Candyman. Right. It wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't Daniel Rimini. It wasn't oh. him. They dealt with a totally different Candyman. Oh. Okay. And so. So he has all these folk tales. Well, what people think is folk tales, he know is real because he actually mm -hmm. saw it as right. a kid. So he's explaining to Anthony about all the shit that happened, you know, beforehand. And, you know, people kind of view him as like just this crazy dude. But his girlfriend, Anthony's girlfriend, Brianna, you know what I'm saying? She killed it. She was actually. She wasn't an art dealer. Um, she did like events and stuff because her because Anthony is the painter and photographer. Mm -hmm. She is the person that sets up like these art events where people come in and buy these expensive art pieces and, and shit like that. Oh, she's like a um what is it called? A pro procure curator. Curator. Yeah, you can say that. You can say that. And like and her brother had a lot to do with this. Her brother Troy, um, you know, he <laughs> he's the damn for he's the comic relief. Oh, okay, okay. He's the comic relief. He's I don't mean this in a in a bad way, but like he's her gay brother. And like oh, okay. and he and him and his new boyfriend at the time, like they had a whole bunch of comedic shit to say. So, like, they were the comic relief. Like a flamboyant gay dude. Oh, very flamboyant. Okay. Very flamboyant. And, like, and so they they killed it. But, yeah, man, I, I, I just, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why why people was really killing it the way that they was. I, I think go, that. Go ahead and go off, man. You know, you wanted to, you wanted to, you know what I'm saying, get that out the I mean, text, man. I just, I just, I honestly felt like, like I said, it was smart. It was genius to be able to tie these movies together in the fashion that they did it because they made it make sense. This is what people got to realize. Tony Todd is almost 70. You know, like, Word. if he's not 70 already. Word. So, if you want to keep this movie going, you have to move on. Mm -hmm. And I think that the way that they did it was the smartest way not only like movie wise, but also money. Like I said earlier, they can do this shit like Annabelle. They can do the next, like the next one could go back to the nineties, mm -hmm. and they give you the origin story story of Sherman being Candyman. Yeah. Then they could come back and do another one with Anthony as the Candyman. Mm-hmm. In a modern time, like they can go back and forth. Shit, they could do one and go back to the fucking fifties if they wanted to, because they said it was different Candyman's. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that part was fucking genius, and I think the way that they wrote off 
Tony Todd, I thought it was very smart because it's like when you think of Candyman, you think of Tony Todd. Like that's we that's the only person that we've seen up until this point as mm. Candyman. That's just like Freddy. They tried to redo it with the other dude from Watchmen. It didn't work. Nope. Like Robert England is Robert, fucking Freddy. Yeah, he the only Freddy Krueger, bro. You can't have it no other way. So I thought that the way that they did it, it was fucking genius. So mm-hmm. it's like not only was Daniel Rimini not only he was the first Candyman, but he wasn't the only. So right. now what we what we're telling you is now with them saying that Sherman being Candyman makes sense now. It's like oh shit. So that's how you we're able to get a film about Candyman. Mm-hmm. Because there was multiple Candyman's, and mm-hmm. then you're watching somebody trans transforming into Candyman in the yeah. flesh while we're watching. And then it's so, it's interesting you saying that like he was putting with his story, he was putting blades in the kids' candy. Because remember when she had found that um that entrance through that abandoned apartment when she looked down into the candy and she opened it up, it was a blade inside the candy. Boom. So that you know, what I'm saying that's something that you know, what I'm saying you can also go back and reference and see from the first movie to the new movie. So that's interesting, man. So they did they due diligence. I think they did. Um, you know, she's the first. Uh, uh, Nina's the first black di- female director to kill the box office. Uh, from what I saw over the weekend, she made like twenty two point seven million dollars. So. Uh- she she proved her point. You know what I'm saying? Like, she knew, like, yo, we're not Amazon Prime in this shit. We're not yeah. HBO Max in it. I'm sorry she I only, Yeah, she's like, I only want it in the theaters. And mm-hmm. she made us wait a whole fucking year for it. Because yeah. she knew the goal that she had. And I think that people going into it expected just an alright script. Because when you really watch the original Candyman, the script itself was cool. Yeah, it wasn't like extravagant. Yeah, this time around, yeah, the screenplay, like what Jordan Peele did, mm-hmm. and the other—I forget who the other writer was—they killed this shit. Now they had something to go off of as right. well. Like the first right. Candyman, they created that shit. But so with you having the blueprint of what you can go off of. But also make it your own. Yeah. And one thing that they did change with this one was everything that we said what happened to the original Candyman happened. The only difference is after the bees, you know, stung him to death, mm-hmm. they set him on fire. In this one, they said he got set on fire afterwards. Oh, okay. They didn't show that in Candyman 2. And they didn't say that he was set on fire. So and then they also made it make sense of how him and Caroline was even able to be in the same room together is because he used to paint Caroline. Mm-hmm. And I think that they didn't reference that enough because, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the second one where they actually show a painting of Caroline. And if I'm not mistaken, they said that he drew it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, I just felt like they made it make sense. I thought that was the smartest way to get rid to get rid of Tony Todd in in a, in a nice way. Like they didn't shit on him. Like I thought I, it was great because at the end of the movie, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but like I said, he said like three words. Yeah. And then like the movie ended. Like so, he was the last person we saw. Okay. Like it was Tony Todd for like three seconds, and then it went to the credits. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that that was a great send out. Like I said, it was a ton of fucking CGI. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> look a little bit younger. Hey, it's crazy. Um, but dude, I, I honestly, man, I think they killed it because the setup for the next one, which whichever way they go, they they got me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I I, I just. I just feel like you will see what I'm saying when you finally get to see it. Okay. It's it's just it's just because I seen somebody say that 
you know, it, it, it was a little slow. Mm-hmm. Anytime that you have some sort of an origin story, it does yep. come off a little slow because they're explaining. Be. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because they're explaining things to you and they set they setting up the plot for you. Like you, you can't go. You know what I'm saying? You can't go zero to a hundred and motherfuckers are just dying and you're just killing people and then you throw in the plot later. It's like it don't work that way. Like you have to you have to get the setup. Mm-hmm. And once that setup get in, and then once those puzzle pieces get put together, then you see like, oh shit. Now they made honestly with the way that they set this shit up, they made the 92 version better. My guy. Yeah, because like once you see this one, you're going to appreciate the '92 version better. Well, you're going to appreciate it more than you did before you saw this one. I oh. thought it was genius, man. I thought it was genius. Like, I, I don't know if it's what you said is because we grew up on them and we seen it. I don't know if some of these people are like, you know, 25, you know. 20 years old and they're like oh man this shit was stupid and it's like okay well if you didn't experience the 92 version you know what I'm saying around 92, 93, 94 and the fear that you actually had as a kid and like I mentioned to you before I don't remember the first time I saw the first one but what I do remember is going to the movies to see Candyman 2 in 1995 as a damn 10 year old you know yeah. what I'm saying? I was I was in there. I remember that. So I think that what they was able to do, honestly, dude, I hope they do it. But I think going into it, they looked at it like, yo, we're starting our own franchise of Candyman. And we're giving it to you from a black perspective. Not only are we going to give you, you know, Yaya version. Now, the only thing about the guy that plays Sherman, he is a little on the older side. So if they did give you Sherman's version, it might be another actor. Okay. But, but I thought that I thought it was dope, man. I, I, re, I really did. And I think that the, the writing that was put into it, yeah, it might have started just a little slow. But like you said, like you appreciate film for what they are. And like, and you also like when 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 they put something together that you didn't expect. I think you know what you're going to appreciate this the same way you appreciate Shutter Island. Okay, because the way the way that they put this shit together, dude, is is, is I know I said that ten times, but like, I, no, that's, I, a, that's I, important though, bro. Yeah, I, I thought it was good, man. I thought it was good. Um, they they did get creative with mm-hmm. the killings. It wasn't just a regular. And that's another thing. It's like, yo, we've already seen the standing in the mirror starting from the butt crack all the way up to the neck. Like, we've seen that, man. Like, like we, I know that's his move, but Freddie don't kill everybody the same way. Yeah. Jason don't kill everybody the same way. So... I just I just don't understand. I just don't understand why everybody expected it to 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 stay in the same traditional sense. So exactly. I I, I thought it was dope, man. I'm sorry. I, I yeah. thought it was dope. And I and I'm you, I'm, I'm upset with people, but at the same time, you know, I don't fuck with rotten tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I always you know what I'm saying, like the ratings that IMDB and all that type of shit they put out because I think the way that I view movies is just a tad bit different and I have a different appreciation for different things in the movie. Like right. there'd be little bitty shit. Cause like, cause once I piece together that that little kid, where that baby from the 92 version was, was Anthony. I was like, yo, they had me right there. I was like, yo, hey, this listen, is classic. When I seen it at the end, cause, that, cause towards, towards when everything was happening, he, he when he picked the baby up, that's the first thing he said. He said, "It's time for your rebirth," and I'm like, "Man, like, okay, that that's a little different." So when she came out the fire with him, I got to looking, I got to thinking. I'm like, "Nah, they ain't gonna do that." So when you had said it, 
that's what made me think like, oh, they okay. So yeah, I'm like, all right, cool, cool. But so then another, know. and then another thing, another thing. So Sherman was known for putting the razors in the in the candy. Mm-hmm. Daniel Riminai is known for the bees. Right. He didn't start turning until he got stung by that bee. So I think that was motherfucking Daniel Riminai stung his ass. And like I said, they you know it took over his hand, took over his forearm, his arm, and then it went out into his chest and yeah. all that type shit. So yeah. now I don't that, know what his passing that curse down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I thought it was dope, man. So cool, man. So uh fire flames, bro. Let's do it. All right. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. Okay, now since my man haven't seen it yet, yeah. obviously I'm taking over this shit. Listen. <laughs> now, it's, it, it was only one watch. It was only one watch, and I watched it a couple of days ago. Um, the, I think the, there, there aren't a ton of noticeable people, um, but I, I think that these people made it work. And then as far as with this whole thing going on, because my man from um from Fear of the Walking Dead, he dies. So mm-hmm. uh, the William guy. So really the only people that's left is it's it's gonna be interesting what they do with um it's gonna be interesting what they do with uh my dude girlfriend uh which is uh, Brianna because mm-hmm. she knew Anthony turned into Candyman because she actually called upon him Cause they had her in the back of a police car, cause she was like getting arrested, and like she watched him kill all those cops. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting if the, if they keep the Yaya story. It's gonna be yeah. interesting to see what her character form into, knowing her ex boy, well, her boyfriend is now Candyman, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But so the, those those two are really the only people that could could come back. Yeah, but they all did a great job. Um, with the way that they was able to piece this together, and the way that they're able to do a whole bunch of different origin stories off of this shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I'm not gonna overreact. I'm gonna give it a four point five. I'm not gonna okay. overreact okay. because. Solid. Because my, my, my fives, man, I, I can't get everybody a five. And right. so I'm going to give it a 4.5 be, of, because of the setup yeah, and what could become of this. So I, I think I think upcoming years, man, I think they, they, I think they really got something, man. I really okay. do. I think now, they got something special. Now, it's interesting that you said about the cash, how it's not really like a lot of big names in the cash. I'm thinking that that's starting to become a trend. I'm thinking that that's what they're using, like especially with some of these reboots and remakes and all that, is to really start giving like some of these lesser known actors like they shine. But to me, it's starting to seem like when they do, um, when they do have these sort of cast, like the movie gets better because you don't have the same expectation. And at this point, you're just going in with a leveled expectation, and it's either a yay or nay from that point on. Like when you go in and it's the names that you know, your expectations seem to be like too high sometimes. So when you go in to see it, you look at it, it's like, oh, that movie was trash compared to, you know what I'm saying? You don't really know anybody in there. And like people know Yaya because he's been in like Aquaman, he's been in Black Mirror, he's been in, uh, he was in The Get Down on Netflix. So it's like he has a pretty good resume for right now, but he's still not like that big name, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like he he working towards it. Like yeah. I mean, he was in the trial of the Chicago Seven. He was in right. that one movie that I told you about. That, um, you know, whenever you get a chance to watch it, it's a Netflix movie all day and night. Okay, he was in that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in the Watchmen. Like so, he was yeah, in he Us. Was too. I forgot about Watchmen. Yeah, and he was in Us. So like he he's been he's been working his way up, but this is really the first time he was like the guy. Yeah, and um, I think with the performance that he put on in this one, more people now he just got booked for he's gonna be in your next new movie. 
The Matrix. Oh, he's gonna be in the Matrix. Yep, he's uh, he's gonna be in the new Matrix. That's um, interesting. So he talked about that on uh, Jamel Hill's podcast. Okay, cool, cool. So um, yeah, man, I, he's becoming a, a a household name. I couldn't think of the term. I he's, mean, he's, listen, listen, the ladies love him. You know what I'm saying? I I haven't met one woman that said that they don't like him. So <laughs> he he got it, man. That that man got it. Yes, sir, man. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't rant, rant, but I, I'm just, I'm just disappointed that people are not appreciating the how thoughtful the movie was because yeah. the movie was very thoughtful. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't get as much graphic, you know, as the first one, but I think that is too. That's too become later. I think I think that like the next one I think that's when you're going to get a lot of shit, man. But I was listening to Ebro and them and they was like that none of, nobody seen it yet, but Rosenberg was like he heard that it was trash, so he had he didn't watch it. And he was like it, it, it um he was like the reason why I don't fear Candyman is because you have to call him. It's like that's the whole point, dude. Like that's that's what the myth is. That's what an urban legend is. Like the people that don't believe it is going to say it. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So now, is Candyman fake? Yes. Have I said Candyman in the mirror five times? No. <laughs> I'm not I'm gonna do it. Listen, I I did it with Bloody Mary. That was nothing. But Candyman, I'm not doing that with Candyman because Candyman was actually in the hood. So no. You do I think I said this before. You know who Bloody Mary is, right? Mm-mm. So Bloody Mary is you know I got this thing with King King um, Henry the Eighth. Oh no, you did tell me this. Now that you say yeah. that, yeah, you did tell me this. Yeah, it's his first but, daughter. But no, yeah, keep going into it though, because I, I like the story of this. Yeah, like it's his first daughter. Like when 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 he divorced his wife, which is uh, Mary's mother, he wanted a divorce, but I think that was Catholic at the time, if I'm not mistaken. Divorces, you can't get a divorce. In that religion, so he changed the religion so he can get a divorce, so he can marry. Uh, damn, I forget that motherfucking name. But anyway, so he made the whole England switch the religions, and the people that wouldn't, they would be killed for treason, mm-hmm. all that type shit. So when King Henry the Eighth died, Mary took over, and Mary wanted to switch it back to the original religion that it was when her mother was alive mm-hmm. people didn't want to so she had the most religious wars by trying to get the people to switch back to mm-hmm. the uh the original religion that they was in and they said that her wars were the bloodiest you know what i'm saying in history so they called her bloody mary yeah okay so i, so, I thought i thought that that was dope. these folks out here man that's dope Appreciate yeah, you, man. No, I, no, no, a little bit of something. Every <laughs> once in a while. All right, man. So, um, let's get into this coming soon, man. Coming soon. Coming soon. Oh, yeah. I'm taking y'all to the hood. That's right. You know Cancel this. Cancel this. I buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, look. I'm gonna have fun with this because I've done something similar mm-hmm. on the 28 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're doing, we're doing on um, New Jack City. Yep. Um, you know, I, I did I did a podcast talking about New Jack City, but I kind of combined it with the Chambers brothers because they are involved in this, which I give the story once we do our version of it. But uh, this is gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. We're taking it to the hood. That's right. Shout out to the Dutter man. Shout out to you know what I'm saying the educated brother from the bank. Uh, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out man. to Pookie man. Yeah, it's definitely shout out to Pookie man. He was going through it. And shout out to G Money man. You know what I'm saying? G Money was I can't believe they did my man like that. Alan Payne, bro. Ah oh, man. Am I my brother's keeper? Nah, forget all that, bro. He said, <laughs> he said, man, we get out here and get these to these women. 
We be getting our Jimmy Wax on. <laughs> hey, bro. Man, this movie, man. That's, yeah. So tune in with us Friday, man. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you know what I'm saying? We got the what we watching. We, re- we reviewing New Jack City. Um, We're going to get some. This is going to be fun. It's going to be hella last in this one. Um, just like We Are the Millers. Only because, you know what I'm saying? We grew up with this movie. Um, So, yeah, man. I can't wait for that one. I cannot wait for that one. Yes, sir. Man, it's definitely going to be fun, man. Uh, but you know what I'm saying, everybody, uh, first of all, appreciate you um, for supporting this podcast, uh, supporting the both of us. We, we generally appreciate it. And, um, you know, but y'all also could follow me at uh, at s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter, um, at 28 Minutes or Less Pie on Instagram, 28 Minutes or Less on Facebook. Also, drop the pie. Um, this week, uh, a little spur of the moment, man. Um, this movie that I I generally enjoy, man. It was a it was a uh, under underrated movie, man. One of those ones that didn't hit theaters. That was really good, sneaky good, man. I did a podcast on all about Nina, so um, everybody can go check that out on all major platforms for uh, twenty eight minutes or less. That's all I got, man. Cool, man. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson, Instagram Scoots Bronson underscore TV. Check out my other podcast, 15 Minutes of Fame. Don't forget to pre-subscribe to the 4-3 podcast coming out um, September 15th. You can uh, can subscribe early next week. And uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, at Viewer9Pod. Follow us on Facebook, VA Pod Watch Group. That's all I got. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We will see you Friday with the New Jack City Joint. Um, like they said, Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Good.